Welcome to the Wrestler Faith Audio Podcast. Once again, the Wrestler Faith Audio Podcast is brought to you by Anchor FM. Do you have a unique story? Do you have a message that you want to share around the world? Do you want to be on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify? Anchor FM is your app. They try to get you on almost any podcasting service to help you get the stories you want to share to the people that want to hear them. Anchor FM. Welcome to the Wrestler Faith Audio Podcast. My name is Michael Davis, and I I am in a, a unique place today. <laughs> I'm kind of shell-shocked. I, uh, my bubble has been burst a little bit. Um, there's a lot I'm dealing with through my mind, and I, I want to process it with my friends here and Wrestler Faith Media and uh, process it in a way that I can process it because... I then have to, that actually as soon as tomorrow, because of a Bible study that I lead at my faith center, I got to start talking about this at, like a grown-up. So I need to deal with it like Mike Davis so I can do that. So welcome, my friends, to the world in which that I my brain exists, the way that I process my thoughts and feelings so that I can share them with other people. This is the Wrestler Faith Audio Podcast. Um... Wrestler Faith Media has gone on a journey with me. Wrestler Faith Media has gone through a process of sharing, analyzing, studying uh, three different proposals that the United Methodist Church uh, had uh, prayed over, worked over, studied, reviewed, and presented uh, this previous weekend in St. Louis, Missouri. And the traditionalist plan prevailed. The traditionalist plan being the one that would hold uh, the current standards written in the Book of Discipline, uh, holding uh, holding uh, exclusive language, uh, e- excluding uh, LGBTQIA plus individuals from uh, pastoral leadership, being pastors, uh, excluding LGBTQIA plus weddings, uh, and our churches, uh, excluding um, United Methodist pastors from performing uh, same-gender LGBTQIA plus weddings even outside of the churches. So uh, a lot of of exclusive language got tightened during uh, this conversation. And a a lot has happened that and I'm, I'm kind of stumbling through this today, and I, I want to, I both want to talk, have this conversation in the middle of the road, or I just want to scream at the mountaintops how I really feel, and as I am the acting editor and producer of Wrestler Faith Media, I do have the right to do that, and I, I, I so I'm going to go ahead and preface right here two things. Uh, today's uh, episode will probably not be family friendly. I do know uh, friends listen to the MCD show together. Uh, families listen to the MCD show together. They listen to Comics of Christ together called pop culturalness of it. People listen to Wrestler Faith together because families like wrestling. And uh, today I may talk about some things that you're not ready for your kids to hear. So uh, today's episode of the Wrestler Faith is not family friendly. So please hold that in mind. Um, I'm let down and I want to start this conversation in the middle of the road 
Actually, I what I really want to do is I want to start this conversation to express something that I don't believe, but still support how I feel. I I want to start this conversation with if homosexuality is an abomination to God, it is still our responsibility to get the gospel of Jesus Christ to these dear friends. If anything, if homosexuality is an abomination to God, we, we should have more of an emphasis to get the saving grace of Jesus Christ, the message of Christ, uh, the salvation to these dear friends. Uh, something has happened in the United Methodist Church that will make it hard to get that message to these dear friends. We, we have locked in exclusive language that shares with these individuals that we feel that they are unimportant to God. That is, that is me actually saying how I feel. I, I feel with this exclusive language and shares with individuals, they're not wanted. They're not wanted in the churches, and we are sharing with them that we feel that they're not wanted by God. And I don't, if, if I felt that homosexuality is an abomination of God, it should be my quest to make it open, to make it possible for these dear friends to come into my church to hear the message of Jesus Christ's love. That should be my desire. Because if I believe that I am held accountable for the times that I don't share the message of salvation with someone, I, the United Methodist Church, has put up a big roadblock in getting that message to a very specific community of people. Now I'm going to talk more fully about how I actually feel. There's a lot of facts that I just shared with you with how I feel. And I'm going to share it with you. And I'm going to share it with you through the life of Pat Patterson. I, I deeply admire Pat Patterson. I deeply admire the life that he lives, the things that makes Pat Patterson Pat Patterson. And I admire that he has been able to be Pat Patterson in an environment that normally is not very welcoming to members of the LGBTQIA plus uh, uh, community, uh, especially in the time period that Pat Patterson wrestled in the uh, in the '60s and and '70s. You know, if you think about uh, uh, the conservatism, if you think about uh, the people not willing to think about things outside of their own understanding, you know, the, the, you know, um, stigma of professional wrestling is that, is that, is people believe what they believe and it is what it is and that's how it's going to be. I mean, you see it all the time in the internet wrestling community, even today, people don't like the current product because it's not what they like. It's not the attitude era. If you listen to my podcast, uh, there's times I don't like the current era of stuff because it's not 1980s NWA. You know, if there, there's any community that holds a prejudice towards something 
needing to be a very specific way and fit a very specific format. It's the internet wrestling community, especially in the era of kayfabe, especially in the era when wrestling was real, and especially in an era where men had to be men and strong and dominant. Pat Patterson was a gay man in an era that he could have been blackballed because of it. But Pat Patterson existed, thrived, first reigning intercontinental champion, um, uh, so many tag team uh, championships with, uh, oh my gracious, uh, my uh, 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 Stevens, uh, I can't think of, uh, Ray Stevens, so many tag team championships with Ray, Ray Stevens, you know, and in a time period where people knew about Pat Patterson and his dear friend Louie. Uh, Pat Patterson had to find a way to be who he was, who he is, in an environment that was not so welcoming to it. Uh, I, I think the name of the book is Forgiven. I've read it. It's a phenomenal book. And it's Pat Patterson's love story to Louie. And it's Pat Patterson's uh, conversation and a confession of you know who he is and how he was a gay man in a, in a very... Uh, judgmental environment. That's where we're at, gang. I'm really let down. Now, I I don't feel. Well, let me let me let me share this. I know what the I'll go about it this way. I know what the Bible says. I know what the Bible says about a man should not lay down with another man. I know what the Bible says. I also know what the Bible says about sex out of wedlock. I also know about what the Bible says about being drunken on things outside of the Spirit. I also know about what the Bible says about slavery. But I don't do that stuff. And I and I don't and we don't ask questions about that anymore. I I put up a post last week uh, and it said, "Okay, gang, if if I have to be specific on this scripture, I'm going to be specific on all scripture." I threw up a post from Ephesians about being not being drunken, but not being drunk. And I said, I'm going to start asking people before I give them communion. Hey, did you go to the college kegger last night? Because if you did, I'm not serving you communion. I, I did. I, I put up the thing about uh, about not having sex outside of, of marriage. And, and I think it was Galatians or something that I used for that one. I don't have my notes with me, gang. I'm just an angry young man venting to the world. And I said, you know, every engaged couple that comes into the church, I'm going to say, hey, guys, uh, uh, what you do last night? I, I, I need to know before I uh, let you go teach Sunday school. I, I should, it kills me that any anything that has to do with a specific thing is worse than the rest. And We've, we've pigeonholed ourselves into this one place where homosexuality literally is the hill that the United Methodist Church is going to die on. And now there's so many people who are fighting and scrapping to have their place in, in a religious uh, group that they believe in, that they're trying to deal with the voiced reality that that denomination doesn't believe in them. 
And I just, I keep going back. Go read Forgiven. It's a great book about Pat Patterson. Now, I mean, it's not just about uh, LGBTQIA plus lifestyle. It's, it's a story about a man who had feelings and emotions and he discovered them and he grew through them. And everybody in this place that could have been judgmental, every booker and, and a promotion owner that could have blackballed him for being gay found a way to be accepting of of Pat and Louie. And Pat Patterson had to fight for his place in that. I there, There's a Pat Patterson that exists in my life right now. I really want to point this, this kid out because this kid's all right, man. His name is J.J. Uh, I think it's J.J. Wilson, J.J. Williams. If you go to YouTube and type in J.J. United Methodist Church... This kid is going to pop up, and uh, JJ is a is a college uh, a senior. He is a, he is a professing gay person, and he was he was kind of a rock star at General Conference. He was a person who came along and and shared the reality that he deals with as a a gay young man uh, who wants to represent Jesus Christ and kind of like Pat Patterson, even though it's a place that could be, is unaccepting of specific lifestyles and, and, and so forth, different life cultures, he wants to do it in the United Methodist Church. And he, he, he gave this impassionate, impassionate speech, passionate speech about the lives and souls that he's been able to transform, the lives and souls that he's been able to save through the grace of Jesus Christ. JJ didn't save him. Don't send me the emails. I I, I heard it. But his participation as a soul winner for Jesus Christ has shown people who felt that God did not love them that God loves them. Because of being who he is and fighting to be who he is in a place that's not so accepting of who he is. Uh, JJ is is the current Pat Patterson. He's a guy that is who he is and he wants to be involved in, in a denomination and a culture and a setting that may not be so inclusive to him, but he wants to be there. And he's willing to fight and scrap to be that person. Now, I what I'm praying for for JJ and and this is sort of an inside wrestling joke I'm I'm praying for the mysterious night in Brazil to happen uh if if you if you guys know the story of Pat Patterson uh uh allegedly Pat Patterson won a tournament in Rio de Janeiro or or Brazil or somewhere that was a one night tournament to crown the first intercontinental champion and if you read Forgiven, there's a line in there that is just so funny. Pat Patterson says, wow, I'm told I had a good time there, and I'm told that I won the title, but I must have been so drunk that it was wiped away from my memory. Yeah, sometimes in professional wrestling, uh, kayfabe's so strong that they uh, kayfabe events that didn't really happen, so they can put titles on people that didn't actually win them. And... Um, allegedly that happened with Pat Patterson. They handed him a brand new belt and said, you're the intercontinental, the first ever intercontinental champion. You 
you won this one night tournament tournament congratulations and you know, I, I want Jay Jay <coughs> we're live pal sorry I want JJ to have his mysterious night in Brazil I, I want him to have this moment that out of nowhere he's told hey we want you now we want to do everything it takes for you to be here uh, you you are fully accepted. You will be a pastor in the United Methodist Church, and and congratulations! Thank you for fighting, being the voice. JJ, you're probably never going to hear this, and if you do, you're probably going to get bored the first few minutes uh, that I started talking about wrestling. But if you hear this, I want you to have that church. I want you to have that church. I want the church to exist that opens its doors to open the possibilities that anyone can experience the grace of Jesus Christ because the grace of Jesus Christ is for everyone. I love using the image of, of Pat Patterson's success in professional wrestling because it, it, we need to have that success everywhere, not just in a kayfabe environment of sports entertainment, but everywhere. We need to have a place where a voice fights to be that person, to be who they are, and for them to still have the opportunity to learn that Jesus Christ died for their sins. Now I'm going to go back to my opening statements, and I'm going to share it again with the language that I don't agree with. I, I What kills me, what ab- absolutely kills me is... The self-imposed limitation that we put in our own man-made rules, it kills me. The self-imposed thing, because if we truly believe that we need to transform souls in the name of Jesus Christ, then we need to be doing things that get people into our churches so that they can hear the message. We need to go to the places where they are so that they can hear the message. We need to not do what Scripture warns against and that says if anything hurts your right hand, don't do it with your left. If something harms your brother, don't do it yourself so that it brings harm You know, uh, to, to them. I heard that phrase so many times during general conference being misquoted. It was quoted towards the idea that sin is sin and sin needs to be removed so it doesn't hurt the good people. But what we need to know is the good people do bad stuff too. And the people that think that they're morally just sometimes hurt people more than someone that's lost in sin. And the harm in this has come, and I need to share with you the reality, gang, the harm in this has come that, okay, if you believe that way, then it should be your passion to make sure that this community is accepted in your church so that they can come in and hear the message of Jesus Christ so that they can hear the transforming message of salvation, so that they can see their place in the kingdom of God and say, Jesus Christ, I want you for mine, but they will never hear that message because we've said we don't want you here. They will never hear that message. Imagine, I want to give you the world of sports entertainment without Pat Patterson. The world of sports entertainment without Pat Patterson 
does not have the first Intercontinental Champion. The world of sports entertainment without Patterson does not have the Royal Rumble, one of the big four pay-per-views. That was Pat Patterson's idea. The world of sports entertainment doesn't have the wrestler upon wrestler upon wrestler that Pat Patterson mentored, worked with, trained, guided, instructed, that made them usable world champions, that made them the usual usable villains. That you, you, there's a lot that we don't have without Pat Patterson finding his place in the kingdom of sports entertainment. Gang, I wonder what we're missing out on when we don't let someone find their place in the kingdom of God. What are we missing? What are we excluding from ourselves in the name of growth by not working towards opening the doors and making it possible for anyone to receive the message of Jesus Christ? I know what the Bible says. I know what the Bible says about a lot of things. But I don't exclude alcoholics from church. I don't exclude people that have sex before marriage from church. I don't exclude people who don't give away their oldest daughter to slavery from church. Because we've all worked and grown and we've seen the new world for what it is. And for some reason, we can be open and accepting on almost any topic except for homosexuality. And that frustrates me. That frustrates me. I want to have this conversation with you. So please email me at wrestlerfaithmedia at gmail.com. Wrestlerfaithmedia at gmail.com is the official email address for Wrestler Faith Media. I want to have a conversation. I want my man JJ out of New York to have a place in the church. And I want us to remember, I want us to look at the life of Pat Patterson and see the potential that happens when people can be themselves and find their place in a place that isn't always accepting of them. It's the Wrestler Faith Podcast for this week. And again, the views expressed in this podcast are those of Michael Davis and not the faith center in which I serve, nor are other participants in Wrestler Faith Media, even though I think maybe that they are. But I I want to say, uh, please hold all of your anger towards me. That's the Wrestler Faith Podcast this week.